5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, today in the Dysfunctional Family Tree, what we have for you is, is a story that's not quite as well known. Not many people, you know, usually bring this story out into the open. But because it's the Dysfunctional Family Tree, it's time to, you know, pull back the uh, bushes a little bit, pull back the leaves, and see what else is hidden behind there. And so today we get to a priest, and his name is Eli, and this is in First Samuel chapter 2. We just got this whole exchange that Samuel, who uh, um, was born, of you know, his, his mom was uh, would show up every day at the temple praying for a child. And we've seen this, you know, in the past um, with lots of people in scripture so far that have been, had this same struggle. And she would show up at the temple every single day. And God said, I'm going to give you a child, but like, you're going to have to dedicate him to the temple, right? You're going to have to, you know, say, here, here's this child, it's for the Lord. And so that's ultimately what happened. Samuel was then raised um, in this in the temple every year or every um, time that the parents would come, the, you know, mom would bring him something different, a new jacket or some kind of, uh, um, you know, token of, hey, like, we, we still recognize you as our son. And so there's this whole exchange, but he's under this priest, right? And the priest's name is Eli, and Eli's got some wicked sons. And I'm not saying wicked in a good way. <laughs> this is wicked evil. And these sons, I mean, they're, they're ultimately, they break all kinds of, of laws, um, not, on, not just the ceremonial laws, but, uh, but even like city laws, codes. I mean, they're, they're, they're bad people. Um, I mean, 1 Samuel 2.12, Now the sons of Eli were scoundrels who had no respect for the Lord. So we already get a, a sneak peek in there, right? And then one day, it also says that uh, Eli knew about his sons, right? Was aware of what his sons were doing to the people of Israel, verse 22. He knew, for instance, that his sons were seducing the young women who assisted at the entrance of the tabernacle. Eli said to them, I've been hearing reports from all the people about the wicked things you're doing. Why do you keep sinning? You must stop, my sons. The reports I hear among the Lord's people are not good. If someone sins against another person, God can mediate for the guilty party. But if someone sins against the Lord, who can intercede? But Eli's sons wouldn't listen to their father. Right, so what do we find here? Um, Corruption in the temple. And ultimately, even like the his sons, Eli was the priest. Uh, he had sons that were working in the temple. They were working for Eli. They were in the family business, yet they were corrupt. They had no respect for anything of the Lord's, even though they worked there. Now, I know we can draw all kinds of parallels today, because what we can see even in this uh, dysfunctional family tree with a priest and his disrespectful family, right? Um, and we, I don't know if you, you know this or not, but there, there is a little bit of a history um, sometimes, or maybe we would say some tales that have been told of uh, pastors' families that go off the rails. Now, there are some stories of this that uh, 
you know, that um, one, so yes, I'm a pastor, but two, I'm also a pastor's kid, which they call PK. Um, and so I know a little bit about uh, the whole off the rails thing. So what we do know is that sometimes what pastor's kids, priest kids do, which not priests in the Catholic Church because they can't have kids, um, but what they sometimes do is they rebel, as lots of kids do in general. But what do kids do that have been kind of raised in this system? They rebel against the system. And Maybe Eli's kids, what they needed is some, you know, like a stronger presence. You know, like they needed Eli to do a little bit more early on, and maybe he turned a blind eye to it. Maybe he's like, yeah, they'll be fine. We'll let them, you know, raise themselves. <laughs> let them decide for themselves what they're going to do when they get older, right? I mean, that's always the just a, a, a bad thing to do. But um, But here's the thing, right? We know that this exists not just within pastors' families, priests' families. We know that there are things that happen amongst the family tree, that there are people who rebel against it. And we don't have to say, all right, well, let's, uh, let's eject every piece of the tree that's going to have any section of uh, uh, anybody who's weak. No, but instead, what do we do? We say, you know what? That We know this happens because it still happens today. And we're going to shine a light on it. Why? Because we're showing that this whole thing, that the church, the people of God, the family of God isn't perfect, even though God is perfect. Even though the God who sits above it is is perfect in the in his ways and in all of the things that God does, because God sees more than we see. Even though that's perfect, we know that the church isn't because we're still sinners who, yes, have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, but we're still sinners. We go back to, you know, um, Paul and in Romans where he's saying, I struggle to do what I should do. I, I want to do what's good, but I end up doing what's evil. And it's that constant struggle that we still find today within the family of God. We've got people who are struggling still. And you know what? It's okay. We know that God is not going to say, well, because you're struggling, I'm going to cut you off. No, God is faithful. God is saying, I've got a promise that I'm always going to come after you. I'm always going to be the one who's going to come and get you. And this is the, that's a promise of God. And God's faithful to that. And so we can see that we might have, as Eli did, Eli had some wicked kids, right, that were going off the rails. And instead of us being able to say, well, let's just reject them or find a way to hide them, we say, let's figure out a way to um, give them to God and say, God, help me. And, and God will be faithful in that. And we're going to never give up just as God doesn't give up. All right, let's uh, stop there for today. We'll um, continue again tomorrow with uh, the dysfunctional family tree. So take care, everybody.